Hey everybody, welcome to my channel, Becoming Your Own VIP, Mind, Body, and Soul. I'm your host, Rebecca McCants, and let's get to it. So today we're continuing on healing tools, which is knowing about your chakras. And today we're going to be learning about your third chakra, which is the solar plexus chakra. Now, this chakra actually had a lot more information on it than um, you would think. And just to give you a re recap is your root chakra has to do with your survival and um, your foundation. Your sacral chakra is your second chakra that has to do with your creativity, your nurturing, um, you know, what you create in your life, which could be positive or negative because it's based off your emotions and what you think and feel based off of those emotions and your beliefs. And um, then your solar plexus, which is what we're going to cover today, is about your power, your inner power, your will, your energy and the things that um, and what allows you to take action upon that, which is what you're creating, that which creates that that security um, so all of your, your root chakra, your sacral chakra, your solar plexus, they all work together in your earthly realm. Um, so there's three chakras that will deal with the earthly realm. Then you have your heart chakra, which is in the middle. The thing that binds us and can, you know, not binds us, but brings union to that balance of everything. Um, and I'll get into the heart chakra next because that's the next one coming up. So I'm not even going to go there. And then your your throat, third eye, and your crown, it connects you to the, the universe, to heaven. So you have the heaven and earth within you. Um, so that's how your chakras play in this world. Okay, so with solar plexus, um, I'm going to do my best to be thorough with it. Um, and I am actually going to take a couple of, uh, of captions from a book, um, that really gives you a little bit more of a understanding about the solar plexus in a way that is really an aha moment to, um, to you hopefully today. Um, again, I mentioned how a therapist can help you with your emotions and your understandings of things, your, uh, things of your physician being able to assist you with the physical treatments of your body because you these emotions that have been blocked within you has created both mental psychological as well as physical diseases and um it's all stemming from an energetic unbalance or energetic blockage within you and because that blockage is there it hasn't shifted out then it creates the disease it creates the uh um psychological issues the cognitive dis, um, dysfunctions and um, and where we feel we're powerless and helpless and we go through all these things, take all this outer medicine and stuff when really it's something that we can do. It's just we're not aware of all these things. And of course, you have your pastor you go to church um, for your spiritual guidance. But, you know, there's only so far your, your pastor may go to if they don't aren't aware of the energetic body. Now, on a level of cleansing and stuff, there are obviously steps that 
clear these things without us even knowing. So yes, healing those wounds can help you get in balance. Um, you know, exercising can help you get in balance. Um, you know, facing your fears and pushing through when you, you don't feel like you have the power or the energy to do it, or maybe you don't know what you're doing, but you're doing it anyway. These things help you conquer some of those things too, and help you unblock that energy. But if it's blocked and in balance, then it's going to be harder. It's going to feel harder. It's going to feel like an upward battle and it's going to feel like you're fighting yourself at times. And, um, quite honestly, it is us that are, is our biggest obstacle because we don't know ourselves and we don't know the things that create the things that are within us that we're battling. So if you, we're very aware of like, if we get a cold, okay, let's get some soup, let's get some seven up, let's get some crackers, you know, whatever that happens. Um, you know, I have anxiety. Let me go get some anxiety medications, right? Outwardly, we have been taught to do those things, but, um, energetically there are a lot of different ways that if we knew we wouldn't just depend on the medicine, we would know that it's just something that I need to do within and working things out. So it's a mental, physical and spiritual balance that you have to create. And energy is energy and motion. Okay. Emotion, energy and motion. And that means you can go in and out of these energetic states. So say for instance, you are balanced, everything's going well but somehow you get blocked or imbalanced because maybe you get too cocky, too prideful, too stubborn, um, or you get really another mood swing to the left of anger and or all of a sudden really needy and stuff like that. These things can shift, especially in the times when you're healing and you're still trying to find that balance within yourself with understanding what has happened in your life. So that's the other thing we have to understand that is that energy is not a one-time fix. It, you're going to be swinging in and out of that. Um, and it's up to you to maintain it and realize when you're falling out of balance. And we get so used to being unbalanced <laughs> that when we start feeling balanced, um, you know, you, you begin to question, oh my gosh, why is everything happening so smoothly? Why is all this blessings coming upon me and stuff like that? Because you're in balance and you don't have to fight for those desires you want because you're actually inviting those in. You're not repelling it anymore. They're just coming into you naturally because you're, you're attracting that. So before you were attracting a lot of negative repeating patterns where now within balance, you're, you're stable, you're secure, you're abundant, you're creative you're in your power and that magnetizes these things into you, these blessings, these miracles, this, what we call luck into our lives, good health, all these things, that's abundance, positivity, um, good health, family, love, support, all these things that seemed so hard for us to achieve once is now going to come a lot easier because we're attracting it versus having to fight for it or chase it. Okay. So where I told you how root chakra is a masculine energy, sacral is a feminine energy. Well, your solar plexus is a masculine energy. So um, this is 
power is an energy. Quite frankly, it's an energy. It's not where we feel power is, you know, oh, I have to bend somebody to my control and all this thing. Or it's like, um, you know, I've got the power and you have to do everything I say type thing. Um, It's not that at all. Power is about you being in control of yourself, of your will, of your energy and how you use it. And it can obviously, again, swing in and out. And so today we're going to go over a lot of how the solar plexus um, impacts us. And um, let's see what resonates with you today. Um, So when it comes to the solar plexus, I would say the biggest thing is to understand it's um, a little bit below your rib cage, right above your belly button. And it is, again, um, your power, your self-will. And again, it's not about aggression or control. Um, It's basically allowing you to have the power to acknowledge differences, but transcends the challenges of polarity connected with the sacral chakra um, to achieve a new point of balance. And working with the chakra helps to bridge differences to accomplish wholeness. And so on a personal level, it means um, you, you don't succumb to a head rolling heart or left brain logical side overwhelming your right side of the brain, which is your creative and intuitive right side. So do you see that? is um, everything's a balance, a masculine and feminine. Your left brain hemisphere is your masculine logical side and your right brain is your feminine creative side. So like I told you, your root chakra is your survival skill. It's kind of always thinking what you can do to survive. Well, your left brain is doing that same thing. Your sacral chakra is your creative, um, your spiritual aspect of it. And um, so then... That's the same as your sacral. Well, your solar plexus is again a masculine. So again, it's um, it's your will. It's you know how you can push through things, and it's it's basically making sure that as I'm thinking of these things, strategizing, using my will and action to create these things that my sacral cre- thinks about, and the foundation of my root allows us to do. Now I'm putting it to action in my solar plexus, but I still need to find balance. Um, And that's where your power comes in is finding that balance so that you can be both logical and creative without being um, controlling and demanding or abusive. And again, that's very important to you for you to understand is our our root chakra when we're fear based and all that stuff, we're scaring ourselves constantly. Um, Our sacral chakra, you know, we could be creating. Emotions that be hurt, can be hurting us or emotions that could be loving. Um, and then you have your masculine, not your masculine, but your solar plexus um, chakra, which can be, um, you know, very overwhelming and can be abusive. And like, no, you do this and bend, bend you to your will and stuff like that. And obviously we're more logical in survival mode. So think about that. We're more logical in survival mode, mostly our masculine energy in this world, because that's what we've been taught. You know, we're not, we're not taught to be more on our creative, loving, nurturing side. Um, even, you know, women who typically are the nurturers, you know, now we're in the workforce. And so 
we're balancing work and family. And even after we come from, from work, our mind is still set on work. We're still set on order and all this other thing. So our logical mind is still more functioning than our nurturing creative side with our family because we still have a job to perform, right? So, um, and your feminine can, and can, uh, draw upon her masculine side very easily. So you could be predominantly a feminine energy, but pull on your masculine energy to just uh, make you allow you to survive. So you can take care of your home, take care of your family. So again, you could be very abusive to yourself, saying a lot of negativity, keeping yourself in fear, which holds you back from going towards your dream um, to, to express your love and your, your nurturing side of things and being vulnerable, intimate. So your solar plexus by being in balance, you have that, that awareness that I can have the power within myself to balance all of this. That's how powerful I am. I could balance all of these energies within me, all of these emotions within me, the, 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 and bring balance to my logical and creative side and use it all for my betterment. Okay. So that's where you come in for your balance on that. Um, so your solar plexus, I would say is, um, is an extrovert and your sacral chakra will be an introvert. Okay. And, um, so when you think about that, think about also using your will and your, um, self-esteem and your confidence and all these things to go out and network and make friendships because all of these things, you know, you'll, you create a foundation through your community, whether it's through work, whether it's finding a spouse or your friendships or your family, um, you have that confidence to balance all of these things. Your, all of your emotions are balanced. You're stable for a, um, a home life with your partner and with your family um, and you'll be able to set healthy boundaries and all of the chaos that's within you is balanced and mastered. So even in the outer world, if something was to come up, you're still grounded and you're still balanced and you're still being able to be nurturing and all these things. Again, all three of those are what I just said combined so that you are living a fruitful earthly life. Okay. So that's your earthly chakras. Um, and so then, um, the biggest thing is like, when you look at your, uh, your solar plexus, if it's too open, you might find yourself, um, angry, controlling a workaholic, judgmental and su a superior mindset. Um, if it's blocked, you can, um, be overly concerned with what others think of you, uh, or of what you're doing. You could be fearful of being alone. Um, you can feel insecure and need constant reassurance. Now, if it's balanced, your solar plexus will um, respect, you, respect yourself as well as others. Um, there are perspectives or points of view and where they stand on things. And that's cool because you're secure within yourself. Um, you have personal power um, and you're able to be spontaneity. Um, you are able to be spontaneous as well as uninhibited. Um, so that's because you have everything under control where, you know, obviously you want to have things planned in your life, but at the same time, you know, what's good for you. You know, what's not good for you. You know, if you can afford that time or not. 
and you can go ahead and be spontaneous with that because you can also set boundaries, you know, your morals, your character, your values, your principles, and you can stand by those things. So being spontaneous doesn't mean you're just flying in the wind. It just means you know what you're going to say yes to, what you're not going to say, uh, what you're going to say no to. Um, you just know who you are and you are able to just be able to have that balance and that control of yourself. Um, so emotionally, um, an emotional dysfunction is that you again need to be, um, in control. You could be over, uh, over sensitive to criticism. Uh, you can have addictive personality. You could be, um, aggressive, uh, and hold, have low self-esteem. Um, your physical dysfunctions could be stomach ulcer, ulcers, fatigue, weight around your stomach, allergies, and diabetes. Um, so that's something that you really need to kind of consider when I'm telling you about the chakras and how I said, once I knew about the chakras and the energy systems, it made a lot more sense to me. And I had that aha moment because that was the piece that was missing um, for me, um, along with, of course, spirituality and God and getting closer to God. Um, that is what by praying and stuff, that's where I got led to this. And that allows me to heal. And by healing, you do get closer to God because since we're in the dark and we have so many sins, we've strayed and we can't hear God. We can't hear um, our heart. And deep down inside, when we do hear that little voice that's telling us maybe we shouldn't do that, guess what? That little other side of us, that, that little, that, you know, how they say the, right? If you have one side, an angel on your shoulder and you got the other side of the devil on the other shoulder, whispering in your ear, which one are you going to listen to? A lot of us listen to that little devil on our other side of the shoulder because it sounded fun. It sounded easy, you know, and that got us into trouble and it got, a far, got, it got us farther away from God. So when you look at what I said about controlling anger and fear and all these things, well, that means you're blocking yourself energetically. But what if you balance yourself and bring yourself back in? Well, you get back to light. You start listening to the angel on the other side of the shoulder and start doing those things that are right. Being more positive, looking at more optimistic views of things. And, um, you know, yeah, rose colored glasses, but you're not blind to the negativity and the bad in the world. But it also allows you to, to create that positivity within yourself so that you could continue to pass that positivity and that light on to other people. So um, when it comes to goals and stuff with your solar plexus, when it's in balance, you, you're on purpose. Um, you're effective. You have a high level of endurance and you have a high level of self-respect. Um, life lessons, you know, that, that comes from your self-esteem and self-confidence as well as the courage to take risks and just to be you. So when you come into balance, you have that. So think about how many times we, we have those issues with self-esteem and self-confidence and don't understand why. And again, when we're so worried about blaming other people, like I said, for a long time, I blamed parents, I blamed childhood, I blamed relationships instead of looking at myself. But even when I looked at myself, I looked at my story and I looked at what my story created, not looking at the, the trauma that's been stored in my body 
the trauma and the energy that's been blocked and imbalanced within me. And if I had known that, I would have been able to set blame people, clear up this energy so that I don't have to have that blame anymore. It's, it's, it's forgiven. It's released. So forgiveness, I'll go into another thing too. It's, it's, it's on an energetic level. It's on a spiritual level with, you know, prayers, um, of course, um, and, uh, it's, you know, going back and healing the damage that was caused and energetically releasing this stuff too. It's a whole process. Um, and that's called inner work. So yes, therapy helps you, but you could do that yourself as well. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. Not going to go there right now, but just know that the things we once searched for that we search for outside of us are things that you really are powerful and, and can do on yourself by yourself. It just took courage to face those things that we were once scared to face. And, um, it does take work. It, it, it's not something that is a quick snap of the finger as much as I would have loved to say it is, it's not. Um, but going back into the solar plexus is, um, I'm going to go into like two architects. Um, this book had mentioned, um, this is from, okay. So in my other podcast on the sacral chakra, I mentioned two books that I find very useful with explaining chakras. This book is called the book of chakra healing by Liz Simpson. And, um, she mentions there's two uh, archetypes that, um, help depict your solar plexus. So you have, um, in the root chakra, you have, uh, in the root chakra and sacral chakra, you have the victim mentality as well as the martyr mentality. Well, in the solar plexus, you have what's called the drudge and, um, the drudge, she describes it in here as, um, a drudge mentality depends on others for recognition and approval investing everyone or investigating everyone else with qualities and power that they wished were their own. And indeed do you, you do own those things if they could only acknowledge that. So, um, she's saying that basically you're hanging around all these people and you have this envy and jealousy because there's, there's certain characteristics or principles and values that these people have. And you develop this envy and jealousy. Um, like if you're scrolling on Instagram, that's a good one. And you're so worried about following this page and you're wishing you had these things or a video or something. You're wishing you had these things. Um, maybe you wish that you had all these friends around you and you had a huge social life and you were popular or, um, you know, that you had a family, um, that was stable and, um, you know, whatever situation, right? So the thing is when you envy someone and you have jealousy within you, that is telling you that there is power within you to have that you've just not acted on it. And again, a lot of this has to do with the blockages within us that we're not able to unwrap that within us. So it's all there. There's a saying that says everything you want and need is already within you. And for a long time, I never understood that. Um, they say it's already within you. You can, you already have all this stuff. It's you that holds you back from achieving it. And it's your quest to find out why you haven't achieved that yet. And that has to do with healing. 
not about blaming or, or pointing fingers or being jealous or envious of someone. Jealousy and envy means that you have that gift of charisma, of extrovertedness, of, of having that successful business, of having your dreams fulfilled, of being happy on a beach. Whatever your scenario is that you've always dreamed and wished you could have, whatever it is that gravitates you to your friends or your partner, and there's something in your friends and partner that you absolutely love and adore that you feel is not within you, it is within you. You just haven't unlocked it yet. So where you're looking at your partner to help help you uh, feel safe and secure or loved, that's within you. you you're, you're to look for and, and love yourself and feel safe and secure and at peace within yourself instead of looking for your partner to feel that. Now, even no one's perfect. So you're still going to have some weaknesses and so is your partner, let's say. That's going to be okay. But as long as you're aware of it, as long as your partner's aware of it, and that at some point in time, you're going to see those inadequacies, those weaknesses within me, you're aware of it. I'm working on it. I'm not just going to make you, you know, take care of it. I'm still going to continue to work and strive to improve on those weaknesses and strengthen them. But that's something you need to know. And um, again, if it's about, you know, you have friends that take you around the circle of people that you love being around. Well, what if that friend goes around, uh, leaves, and then you don't have those that circle you once had because you lost your confidence because you lost your friend? That's where, again, you're not to depend on the outer aspect because the outer pieces can always go away. You're the one and only common denominator in your story. So by balancing these chakras, you come into yourself and it takes away all that negativity of the jealousies and the fears and all these things because you're empowered. You're not helpless. You're helping yourself to achieve everything you've always dreamed of. And you're also once again, connected to your light, which means you're connected to God and you have faith and belief that you're safe, you're secure, and you're never alone. Um, so next is the um, archetype of uh, the spiritual warrior. And that mentions that the power of the spiritual warrior lies in inner strength, tempered by a belief that guidance comes from the, a divine force. This strength becomes honed and refined through facing and overcoming external challenges. So life is like a video game. You know, we're going to have easy levels and we're going to have some hard levels. But either way, you got to get through that level to get to your next stage in life. And I didn't realize that. <laughs> you know, all those arguments you have with your family or your you know, you have a customer in your face and, and they're testing you. Do you know that word testing you? Why are you testing me? You know, you know, you're bringing me out myself. You know, those are your tests so that you stay within yourself and you overcome it with a positive solution that keeps you aligned and hopefully pacifies that situation in a way that everyone is at peace or at least you stay at peace because I said, you know, um, in another podcast that there's only certain things you can control. So the serenity prayer says, God, grant me the wisdom to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference between both. If it's truly something you can't control, 
still stay grounded because you can control yourself and how you act to a situation. Something I didn't know. Truly didn't. So when you don't control yourself and something goes amiss, it can be destructive. And it can escalate a situation. It can destroy a situation. And it could tear things you built up in a matter of seconds. So you could be more, become more mindful and have more self-confidence and understanding in whatever situation it is and maintain what you can control. And, um, you know, leave it up to God on the rest. But your test is to control yourself and handle it in the highest and best way possible. And if you pass that, you keep going. If you don't, you repeat that level over and over and over again. It might be a different face. It might be a different job, a different relationship, different financial circumstance. But your cycle will repeat until you learn the lesson. So when it comes to your um, solar plexus and your will, you can overcome these external challenges. You don't have anyone to blame. You're the common denominator. And do you know the biggest lesson I learned? Is just like when we were babies, when our root chakra was developing, all the way up even to this day, even until you're 90, even until the day you die, you're still going to be doing one major thing which is learning. As a baby, we were learning. We did not know all the way up to now. And there may be times when we do know better and we still choose the wrong option. Well, that means you're still learning. You know, you know it, but you're not yet ready to take responsibility and be a good steward of it. And guess what? That was your test. And you're going to repeat it until you learn it. So these external things that go on in life is your test. But the other thing I found out is you're going to have your internal battles too. And that is your test. The Bible talks a lot about faith, belief, and gratitude. And I'll tell you what, when things are going all over the place in your mind, within you, fears, worries, doubts, you know, your world could be crumbling on the outside of you. That's a test. And it may be hard to have faith and belief and gratitude. But I found this Bible scripture that said, this is a day the Lord has made and I'm glad to be in it, basically. Uh, I think everyone's heard this one. I found out that that scripture is meaning like, you know, whatever may come, this is the day the Lord has made and I'm glad to be in it. I am alive. I'm here to overcome a challenge and to progress and see what the next day is going to bring. This is the day the Lord has made and I'll be glad in it. A lot of things can happen in our lives. 
but that is to test you and that strengthens your soul and that blesses you and it blesses all that's with you. And we'll go into that more. If you have any questions, you feel free to contact me. I can elaborate more as I plan to do throughout the podcast. But this is a day the Lord has made and I'll be glad in it. So many fears, worries and doubts, so many things going on in the world. There's some things you can control, some things you can't, but you can control you. And again, I told you, you know, we pick the easy things in life, the things that are destructive and not loving to ourselves. Well, the hard part, which seems to be hard, but after you get clear out the, 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 all the gunk and the skeletons in our closet, it gets a little easier and it gets a little easier and it gets a little easier. It gets a little easier. You're going to be blind in a little bit in a, for a while because you are in the dark, but you have to have faith and belief that you're going to find your way out that tunnel and into the light. It is an ultimate challenge, but it's one for the betterment of you, the betterment of your family. And quite frankly, you'll feel a lot better making different choices than what we did in the past. And when you start seeing those cycles breaking, you can breathe. So you are a warrior. You never knew how, I mean, when I talked about my other video all my life, I had to fight. You know, we're a warrior and we didn't even know it. And you survived and you're here. Now it just allows you to put down your, your, your fist, put down, you know, those angry words and empower yourself with love, you know, and realize that hurt people hurt people. And when you look at who you had to fight, they were hurt too. They lashed out because they were hurt by something. And you lashed back out because you were hurt by something. If that person was in loving state, you were in a loving state, that would have never happened. Hurt people hurt people. People who love, love people. It's just that easy of equation. Um, and again, didn't know that till now. So um, I'm talking to you from a new perspective. And um, because of that perspective of life that I grew up in, and matured in, I can talk to you now with the lessons learned and we're here. You're listening to this for the same reason why I'm even talking about it. We are ready for change. And so the, the chakras is a really good place to start because your chakras is not only going to take care of you um, energetically, but physically and mentally. Okay, so it's working everything, your mind, body, and soul. It's cleansing your heart, cleansing your mind. And again, all those toxins that were stored up, all those chronic illnesses and diseases, all of that, start. you're going to start seeing differences. All those things that you relied upon that was toxic and not loving to yourself, it's going to fall away. Those people, those places, those things that filled the space on a superficial level, will start falling away because they weren't healthy. They weren't loving, you know, and you'll start filling it and being, having things to replace it. That is loving and kind to you. That is supportive. All right. So 
Now I'm going to move on to the other book that I referred everybody to, which is Charge and the Energy Body by Adonia Judith. And I really don't know if I'm saying this right, but the spelling is A-N-O-D-E-A. Last name is Judith, J-U-D-I-T-H. And um, she actually has a lot more information on it and was really um, exciting to understand because for me, um, you know, I flip-flopped between anxiety and depression and found out the solar plexus actually embodies both of these if you're blocked. And it gives a really good explanation as to, you know, your what your solar plexus allows you to achieve or unfortunately not achieve and what holds you back. So um, I definitely want to uh, go over this with you. And I'm, I'm going to try to read a few captions from the book as well. Um, Because I feel that she's worded it very well. But again, your solar plexus is all about action and doing something. Um, It is a fire element. Um, It's all about generating energy and then directing it effectively to the place that you set your intentions to. Um, It's about all movement. So that could be exercise. um, It could be goals. It could be life. Wherever you're ready to direct your life. Your energy of your solar plexus will get you there if it's balanced. Um, Where you generate power, again, is directed by your attention. If your intention is not good, um, then, you know, that your energy is going to be directed in creating that. Um, If it is good, then it's going to be directing you to that. Um, And maybe your intention is to good, but there's things that, um, that are blocking your way. And so we'll go over some of those blockages that she has in this book. That was interesting. Um, But basically your lower chakras, the root chakra, sacral and solar plexus, those lower um, chakras, they move upwards to your heart and to your um, throat, third eye and your chakra because it's meeting heaven. So your earth is meeting heaven and then heaven is is coming down to earth so heaven on earth you know that saying so then your chakra third eye and throat chakra is moving downwards okay so it's going to continue a cycle a flow creating your heaven on earth okay um so with that being said your heart chakra is the middle ground your balance that's what keeps keeps everything in balance with love is that heart So because things can get out of balance and, um, you know, your judgment, your the things that are all of love and everything is going to come from your heart. So, again, that's where, you know, your mind can overthink you out of something. But your heart is really where you need to listen. But we also know heart can be very emotional. So with that, I want to follow my heart. But how can I do so in a in a way that is logical, is realistic and safe and practical? Um, so you form a coherence between your heart and your mind. Um, so we'll go into that later too, but, um, when it comes to your solar plexus, again, everything you create, um, on purpose requires the ability to direct the energy into your intention. Um, your, The larger um, intention that you have, the more energy that you will need to fulfill it. So again, I talked about, you know, in another um, podcast, you know, 
whatever you're dreaming of, whatever you're praying for, are you going to be prepared to be a good steward of it? And to be good, of, be a good steward of it, that means being ready mentally, physically, and emotionally to handle those ups and downs of whatever it is that you've been praying for. And that also means your, your, your solar plexus. Are you going to be able to, to have that power within you to continue momentum in creating it from like your sacral chakra, as well as maintaining a foundation of safety and security and abundance from your root chakra to maintain that relationship, to maintain that job, to maintain your finances and um, whatever else you dream of in this life. Okay. Um, because basically you're, you're, the, the challenge of your energy systems, because like I said, they flow in and out. Your job is to be, and part of knowing yourself is developing mastery of your body, your mind, and your energy. And you can, um, you can allow the charge to build and then still be able to manage it appropriately is, is how you will basically manage those. And energy, again, cre- needs movement. So you can balance these things through exercise. Um, and that could be increasing your exercising or decreasing your exercising. Um, but movement of your body in any way, shape or form, um, through dance, walking, running, what yoga, Qigong, Tai Chi, um, karate, boxing, whatever it is, you moving your body, you're, you're, you're charging your body or you're discharging your body. Okay. So you need to find the balance of getting that energy built up, but then also discharging it. And as I told you also with your sacral chakra, these emotions build, 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 build as a charge. And then we discharge it. So we can discharge it through laughter, um, through sex, uh, through um, expression verbally. And that expression verbally can be a discharge of positive words or negative words. And, um, you know, that balance allows you to have control over yourself. Again, things you can control is you and how you handle things. So, um, if your energy is blocked in any way in your solar plexus, when you don't know what to do, or you're, you know, you're, you have a desire, um, but it seems to not being, being fulfilled by you. Like, you know, you want to do this, but you're just having no momentum to get up and go do it. Um, well, that means that it's blocked. There's a, a, the charge within you is blocked in some way in your solar plexus. And that leaves you unsure. It leaves you afraid of, you know, making mistakes, meeting your goals of failure, um, and self-sabotaging yourself out of fear from those things you really do want. Um, it creates that self-sabotage. Um, so the other thing was your mind may give you, um, may give your will conflicting um, intentions. So maybe in your heart, you know you want this, but in your mind, because a lot of the things we have to, to fix within ourselves is our mind. Um, the storage of all those fears, worries, doubts, and those traumas get all stored in our database and our behaviors and traits. And that's about reprogramming our mind. So even though our heart and our desire is this, our mind may come back and counter that intention by saying, yeah, I know you want to be recognized, but I'm still scared to be seen. Or 
Um, I want to work more, but I want more time with my family. I want to lose weight, but I want to eat what I want. Not saying that what your mind is saying is wrong. It's being logical. It's looking at your history. It's looking at your habits. It's looking at what you've done in the past and it's protecting you also. So now you have to go around that. You see it. Now, how are you going to go about healing it? That's where mind, body, and soul comes in because yes, it's an energy, but there's also a belief in you, in your mind, therapy, inner work, stuff like that, which will help you discover what it is that's creating that belief and creates that wall within you that you just can't seem to climb over or tear down. So um, that's why I'm saying it's a, a, a holistic approach. This is not just, oh, let me fix um, my energy and then everything's all's well. No, it's still something that's stored within your body and your mind too. Your, your whole body is a, a computer system of your nerve endings, of your memory cells, and it recalls everything and it creates the fight, flight, fight, flight, freeze. It creates the doubts. It creates the worries. It creates the fears. It's not just a one-stop shop fix. You have a lot of different things within your body that has all suffered and recall how you've treated it, how it's been treated. And there's about you repairing that so that you can remove, uh, move forward. And I'll go into that a little bit later too. But um, going back into this is that basically all these examples um, can create an imbalance um, and, you know, it dim diminishes your sense of power and self-esteem. So it's, again, not a blame thing. You can look at it and say, yes, this is where it originated. This is where it rooted within me. But now taking your power back means how am I going to fix it? What is in my control to heal, to release, forgive, let go and now create something new. Um, and again, that's not easy. Um, and I want to say it's easy. Make, you know, you do want to use words that are empowering and everything else. But quite frankly, for this podcast, it is easy for me to tell you um, it's not easy because I'll lie to you if I say it's a piece of cake. Okay. Just because you introduced to God and all these things and just because you're receiving knowledge and these things. Well, you created those sins in your life. You created where you are today it may have started somewhere but from there it was all you and your actions again you're the common denominator and it's up to you to to fix that and resolve that and also equip yourself with tools we didn't have before so that we don't repeat those things anymore um so too much energy um generates anxiety and too little energy creates depression. Now I thought that was really interesting, but it kind of makes sense when you think about it. Again, if your solar plexus your, is your power and will, well, that energy when it comes to anxiety is basically saying that there's too much energy going on right now and you're blocked. And this energy is um, coming through a narrow and constricted um, blocked area. And with that being said, it, your, your muscles start to tense because your energy is like, ah, it's squeezing through and I just, ah, it feels so uncomfortable right now. So your muscles tense and you are, you're getting all these uncomfortable feelings, which then makes you uncomfortable. And if you don't know yourself, your body, your energy, and what's even creating these things, um, within you, 
it creates an anxiety. Um, remember how I said emotion um, is an energy, energy and motion. And that energy and motion as it shifts through your body creates a feeling. And for us, a lot of it, that feeling, that emotion, quite frankly, if it's uncomfortable, it's uncomfortable. And you don't know why. It could create fear, worries, and doubts, anxiety. If it felt good, then there would be no question. We'll be laughing. We'll be, hey, and, you know, everything's well, right? But if it doesn't feel good, it's going to create those opposite feelings. So, anxiety. Um, so, basically, a high charge plus constriction equals anxiety. Um, and that means you can feel your heart beating faster, your mind racing. You can't sit still. Um, and that cre can create those problems where we want to numb ourselves um, and, you know, use drugs and alcohol or sex or shopping sprees and eating to pacify ourselves because we have no idea what this energy is that's within us. It just feels so uncomfortable um, numbing yourself out because this feeling from these emotions is is intense. Your mind you know, it's going, it, it won't stop, you know? So, um, you know, if you can't sit, sit still and you're feeling all jittery and stuff, and you just want to chill, you know, what are you going to do if you don't know any healthy outlets? And then, um, you know, you might take action, but that action gets blocked in confusion and doubt. So say for instance, you know what? I know I want to talk to this person or, you know what? I really want to network with this group or I really want to create this in my life or I really want to go on this trip. But something in you, again, this energy blockage creates confusion and doubt on how you should act because your solar plexus imbalance is your action and it knows exactly where and how to achieve it because your solar plexus, your power and will is, is imbalanced. Your creativity and your sacral is on imbalance and on point as well as your root chakra with your abundance and positivity and, um, you're feeling safe and secure and at peace. So you're, you're rocking and you're able to do all these things without a question because you're confident in it. Um, and, uh, basically when there's no action, then you have all this energy you just created and it creates tension. So exercising and yoga is the best treatment for, um, increasing endorphins and aid in calming your nervous system, because obviously your nervous system is your, your nerves and it's the center of your emotions and it's feeling all these things. And if you're irregulated, um, in your emotions and your, your nervous system, again, feels very uncomfortable. So to, you know, exercising is a very good way to discharge that yoga it's, um, it moves your body. So it's like exercises, but it also stretches you and all those areas where your energy is blocked with, especially in your lower hips, um, and your back and all that, it stretches that stuff out and allows some movement of that energy. Um, but you do need to discharge that energy through again, any type of movement, dance, Qigong, exercise, yoga, uh, whatever you want to do, surf, swim, uh, jumping up and down and shaking. Um, you know, just move. But I, I, the one thing I want to go in depth here a little bit is depression. Um, and I'm just going to read from this book, but she says here, the energy moves inward against the self instead of outward into action. So you're not moving towards your dream. So you kind of feel stagnant, um, and just kind of out of place. 
And without the essential third chakra skills, the repressed charge fuses together with disappointment and failure, victimization and self-blame into a complex that spirals down into depression. You're afraid to make the wrong, uh, to make, take a wrong action. You don't even allow the energy to arise. Um, you know, you're, again, you're keeping yourself safer. You're just not moving um, because you just don't know what direction to go. Um, but it, it is an energy that rises up from below, um, which is again from your root, your sacral and your um, solar plexus. So from your lower spine all the way up, um, that's where the energy is currently moving. And it's not strong enough to overcome the resistance um, and inertia and negative thoughts that arises in your consciousness. So even though you do want to work on your root and everything like that, um, you do need to understand if you have a lot of negativity in your mind, um, in your chakras systems and your upper chakras, that is overwhelming uh, because that flow coming down, it's, it's heavy. It's a weight, um, kind of like a, uh, um, seesaw, you know, or a scale. If, um, if it's coming down, that's gravity and, you know, it's hard to hold that up. So there's truly things that you have to work on energetically, but also mentally um, in order to help some of this energy to go through. It's it's a, it's a whole body, a holistic approach that is needed here. Um, so um, basically you're blocked and not that it's healthy and um, to be angry or anything like that. But when you think of anger and how it builds up and if it's blocked and it hits a wall and it turns back against yourself, you know, that has a vicious like inner critic kind of response. So when you're hearing yourself angry at yourself or angry at the world or angry at people and stuff like that, again, it's your energy and it's blocked and it's coming all right back to you on how you're treating yourself because you've not appropriately expressed or set boundaries before. And, you know, there's a aspect of you that knows maybe I should have spoke up. Maybe I should have had a boundary here. And I didn't, I didn't let people know the real me. I just kind of allowed me to be what they wanted me to be. And when I couldn't be what they wanted me to be, I discharged my energy and I expressed it. They didn't like it and it didn't come out pretty. <laughs> but you never expressed yourself before. And like I said, when you lie to yourself, you know, it's that saying where what you do in the dark comes to light. It's true. It's not just an outward thing with partners lying to other people, but it's if you're lying to yourself and you've um, allowed yourself to do things that are against your morals and your character and values, that's going to come out one way or the other. And it's an abusive thing because you're also abusing yourself with thinking you did something wrong when you didn't. You just didn't speak up. You didn't know. All right. So um, I think I'm going to leave it here. This was kind of a long podcast, but um, I, I there is truly a lot. EFT tapping um, is beautiful. Qigong is beautiful. Yoga is beautiful and exercise and, 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 and eating healthy and treating yourself right. And again, if you really look at these things, like I said, even being in nature, if you look at all that, 
Tell me how much of that do you do? And be honest. It's about time to start loving yourself and getting to know yourself on a deeper level. And come on out of the darkness. Come into your power. And I say this to you because it's a continuous process. And even to this day, I'm still working on me. And that's where you have compassion for yourself because you're always going to be working on you. There's always something new to discover. And do you remember how I said at every stage of our life, there's always something to learn no matter what? It doesn't matter how old you are. You can be, a, you know, a child coming into, um, you know, teenage years and a teenager coming into adult years and or going from dating to marriage or, um, you know, going into menopause or going into a new job or having a grandchild for the first time, whatever it is, your life is all about new experiences and you will always be learning, always. And at least you will have the tools and the equipment to understand where right now or before right now, you didn't have the tools or understanding in order to handle it in a healthy, loving and kind way to yourself, towards yourself and towards others. Hurt people hurt people. And eventually you get tired of it and you seek answers so you can are equipped so that you can be able to help yourself and eventually help those you love and others. And this is just the beginning of your learning and your journey. And your learning started the day you were born. Now it's about being gentle with yourself the way you would have loved to have been gentle. Someone be gentle with you when you were learning. When you're learning, you don't know what you're doing. You don't want to be yelled at or hurt or any of that stuff. But you know what? While you learn, you might touch something hot. And it's just part of learning. But you'll learn. And that's something I've learned. And I'm just sharing with you now. And I thank you for being with me now as we learn together. All right, you guys, have a blessed night. Take care. God bless.